we love that. That brings joy to us. That back and forth. That just, you know, that's just what we like. So, you want to play that game? We can play that game. It's cool. You know, it's it's all it's all on in between the lines. Like we're we're competing for something huge. Like so, we're not. You know, it's never personal. I don't care who I'm talking to. It's just a person right here, and I'm just gonna say what I feel, and I'm gonna do what I feel too. And that's what they're gonna do. And we appreciate. Like you know, if you you bring it and we we on that, that's cool. But you know, what we look for that's what you saw happen. You saw ain't no running in the hill, man. We climb up the chimney. Yeah, for sure. We ain't ducking no fun, smoke, man. man. We're going to let everybody know we're here. We're going to play hard, trying to get a win. And if you don't like it, oh well. And you might as well bring it, so. You're going to cry what the baby's going to do. I'm done with all that bluffing on the court because them guys do a lot of bluffing, so, you know. I'm from the bluff city, man. We don't do no bluffing, man. Greer's Nation, what up? This your boy Chris Ingram back with another episode of the No Bluffing Podcast today with my co-host, Mr. Luke Hatmaker. How you doing, brother? Merry I'm Christmas. Good, man. Merry Christmas to you too. Ho ho ho, all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> man, man. Um, I know you 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 out of town. Um, you got a little bit away from this snowstorm we got here, man. But how how'd you enjoy uh the holiday? Man, I, I once I got to my mom's, I literally put my car in their extra shed and didn't move it until today. So I, I like did not leave my mom's house for like three days. It was awesome. Nice, nice, nice. Well, we're getting some some snow again. It looked like the snow bug is trying to get Tennessee some more. So um, I don't know if I'll be moving around at all today. I know you said you're going back home, so you'd be safe on try. the road number one. <laughs> be safe, man. Be <laughs> safe. I don't know if it's going west or east or east or west. I don't know, but uh yeah, be safe on that road, man. Me personally, I had a great day. Didn't really do too much besides just kick it with the family here at the house. Didn't get out. Uh, but baby girl had a, a great Christmas, and that's all that matters, you know. Hell so, yeah. She woke up early again today talking about room, room. She want to go play with all her new stuff. So <laughs> she and awesome. doing that right now. You see, I still got my Santa hat on. You got your Santa hat on. So we still yeah. in the spirit, man. Still in the spirit. <laughs> So uh, I'm glad because uh, with some stuff we got to talk about may bring our spirit down a little bit. Uh, so mm-hmm. we're going to ho, ho, ho right on through this the best we can, like you said. <laughs> uh, but before we do it, uh, as y'all, as you're hearing right now, Nicole's not here. Uh, she is. She got uh, some stuff she had to handle today. So uh, we're going to do the two-man weave, I guess you can say. Uh, so we're not going to have any news. We're going to get right into our topics today and get in and out uh, after the holiday. So number one. We had to talk about this before we get into anything else. Is John Morant debuting his first signature shoe? Um, that was pretty, pretty dope. They put out a little teaser the night before, and I knew something was going on last week when he just out of the blue, or was it earlier this week? I think it was early. Well, yeah, it's last week at this point. My bad. I'm yeah, my, yeah. My, my, my brain's all convoluted and stuff. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, last week he popped up with a merch T-shirt and some and some sweatpants, and and I'm like, okay, he ain't doing this for no reason, and posting it like you, I, whatever you do, but off camera is fine, but you posting it is another thing. Making it public so, is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You getting the people going. I can't remember what movie that was. Will Ferrell uh, was talking about, but yeah, he's getting the people going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've been posting it. 
And uh, next thing you know, the night before Christmas, they Nike puts out an ad, and it was a shoebox. And I knew then. I'm like, all right, they ain't putting our leg, dog. Like, this this something coming. I just don't know if they're just going to announce it. But if he wear I had no idea he was going to wear them. That just threw me off. So, number one, how, what was your excitement um, from all of that? And then, two, what you think about the shoe? What was your personal opinion? I'll say mine for after you. Everything about it, man. Like, it's like you said, I, I don't know if it was – if Nike was like, hey, here's what you're going to do. You're going to drop the picture of the sweatpants on Monday, <laughs> and then and then we're going to do this on Christmas Eve because it worked. It just worked because I, I, I like I, – and I don't get super, super excited about – you know, I, I just don't like how a lot of the shoes look. a lot. Yeah. You know, I just think some of them don't look good, but this right. one looks good – in every way, like like you can wear it casual, casual. You can wear it on the court. Like it just I, hats off. I would take my hat off, but it'd be kind of hard. <laughs> but like hats off to Nike, man, because they the whole thing just looks good. The logo looks good. The fact that it's dedicated to Kari is just awesome. Like yeah. everything about it is just great. It got me in the Christmas spirit for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The video, the the video rollout yeah. was dope. It's just so ja. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't nothing that was forced it wasn't nothing that was out mm-hmm. of the box it was just you know he cares about family you know his daughter means the world to him so yep. even just the, the way they marketed that i was like okay yeah y'all not trying to make him be something that he's not y'all are taylor making it exactly to him and his personality yep. so uh as far as the shoe itself the one that they posted um i loved it like it, it took me mm-hmm. a second at first because i was like damn like are they trying to make it look a certain way and then i seen a tweet that went out they were comparing all of the like the nike signature athletes first shoes and it was katie uh paul george lebron james uh i want to say Giannis was on there um i think i may be wrong and who else was on there i can't remember Kyrie was another one and Mm -hmm. ja and they said basically rank them and i looked at it and i was like lebron's got an iconic first shoe me personally i think that's probably his best shoe uh but after that, looking at him, I'm like, damn, Jaws look pretty good. Oh, Kobe, my bad. R.I.P. Kobe. Kobe, Kobe was on the yep. list. Yep. Um, so I put Jaws number two uh, because that shoe that they posted mm-hmm. between the colors, the design, um, the minor details. It, I mean, you, when you compare them to the other ones they had, it was super dope. Uh, now, at the game, he actually done that another whole colorway and design. Different pay, yeah. So that I was like, okay, all right. Uh, but when you looked at them a little bit more, the, the, the small details, it made sense. Um, the back of the shoe, it had uh, climb up the chimney. We know that came in reference to, you know, wanting all the smoke and all that. Uh, and what better way than having a, all the smoke and climb up the chimney shoe on Christmas and going against the Warriors. It just makes sense. It was perfect. Yep. So, um I, I the, as far as the design, I didn't get it at first, so I kind of it threw me off. But then I started noticing, I'm like, okay, you can see the smoke rising and stuff. I, okay, I see what they're doing with this. They go, they paying attention to Jaw a lot. <laughs> I just yep. say that. So uh, I'm excited to see uh, more. Um, definitely, I think a lot of people uh, were talking about uh, debating like what the price is going to be at anywhere from 110 to 140. I think they probably going to keep it in that range, which is going to be good for kids yeah. uh, as well. Um, I think he's gonna sell pretty well. So, shout out to Ja um, for 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 debuting that show that shoe on Christmas, and uh, I think they said that the the one that he actually showed first that we should be expecting around April. So y'all keep your calendars marked, and uh, yeah, let's see what happens. So it brings us to what we really want to talk about, which was this past week 
in uh, <laughs> Grizzlies basketball, which again, uh, we got our Santa hats on. I got I, I got some Christmas PJs on. Uh, we like I said, we still in the mood over here. But mm-hmm. as far as basketball goes, it was a terrible week, and Luke actually had to correct me on this because I was typing out the uh, pre-show notes before, and for whatever reason, I guess. I'm just so used to us whooping on the thunder that I forgot that we actually <laughs> lost to them. <laughs> and it could be me actually like jinxing that because I, I called them something that I shouldn't have called them last week. But we lost to them. So in the last week, we went one and four um, against the Thunder Nuggets, Suns, and Warriors. So, Luke, how you feeling, man? Like, just from the last week, what did you see that you – let's start positive first. Let's start with love first. What did you see that you liked? And then what was the stuff that just straight up pissed you off? Okay, so what I liked was considering that the game against the Suns on Friday was the first game where all our guys had been back healthy together. I liked that we won by 25 against like a championship caliber team. You know, I really, really liked that. And it got my hopes up really, really, really high going into Christmas which then just pissed me off. I, I just thought <laughs> I was so angry watching that game last night. And I was watching with my stepdad and I was like, no, no, no. They're normally better than this. I, just, <laughs> I was trying so hard. I was like, no, no, no. Don't. I know they're fouling a lot, but that's, it's not what it don't just don't. And right. It just, right. It, Dylan said it best when he said it turned into a circus. Cause that's how it felt by the end of the game. It just felt like an Absolute shit show, pardon my French. And I was just so angry. It was not a great thing to go to bed on, but, you know, Merry Christmas. It was fine. It was fine. We played on Christmas, so I, I'll take it. I'll take that. Yeah, uh, I'm with you, bro. Um, the Thunder game, it happens. You know, they didn't play, you know, uh, they didn't have SGA. And it some. Well, people got to realize, like, these people have lives outside of basketball, and every Mm -hmm. day you're not going to wake up and be your best self. Like, me and you, like, we're not going to wake up and do our jobs amazingly every single day. You're going to have off days, and you're talking about something that's – Every week. Every week we have days like that. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah, yeah. If you got seven, we're just talking about the law of averages. It's just not going to always be like that. And that's why, like, you know, know, I'm firm on if we, you know, in a three-game span, if we go two and one, I'm always happy with it. Um, one and three, I mean, one and two is not the best and zero and three, obviously ain't ideal at all, but you know, if you have one hiccup here and there, I'm fine with it. But, um, you know, the thunder, they were probably tired of getting whooped. They already got whooped quite a bit from us this year. So they came out with a chip on their shoulder. I understand that the Nuggets game for me, I thought we was going, you know, I thought it was going to be a little bit more competitive than what it was, but we all know you, I mean, Getting up there in the mountains and altitude. If you ever been to Colorado, um, yeah, it don't feel too good if you ain't from there. No. <laughs> you it's almost got to be out there for probably. I think the NBA, and this is just me throwing this out there. NBA, if you listening, I think you should really take this into account. If you are taking and making teams go out to Colorado to play games, I think you should get them like two to three days rest before the game because I know me personally, it took me a couple of days to get acclimated. And I did no physical running or activity. Like, I was just walking around sightseeing. So, I can't imagine jumping and running and diving on for loose balls. And, yeah, man, NBA, come on, uh, help us out. So, anyway, just, I understand. Just one more day. Just one more day between we when we go up there. 
Yeah, yeah, give them a chance. So, uh, but it is what it is. They have an advantage, and you know, I, I'm sure Memphis when they people come home to Memphis, they uh they a little scared when they come. So we got a slight advantage as well. They stay in the West, and they don't step a foot outside of that, as you should not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, the Suns game, I want to kind of hone in and focus on the Suns and the uh the game from last night, the Christmas Day game against the Warriors, because they were on literally two opposite ends of the spectrum. I mean, Phoenix. Yeah. The Phoenix game, we we whooped them very, very bad. Like it, it got, it got ugly. And I know they didn't have Devin Booker, but that I mean, their NBA team they went to the finals uh, a year removed from that. So like, relax. They are still a competitive team without him. And yeah. I think the way that they played, it would have been the same result. It would have resulted in an L. Now, how many points they lost by, I can't tell you that. But I think just the way that we came out, punching them in the mouth. Ja didn't have the greatest game, but he still was a floor general. Uh, Jaron played great. Uh, Bane was getting back into it a little bit. His shot, you know, still is not there yet, but it's expected. I mean, he missed almost a month or more. So um, I was I was pleased from what I saw that night. And then you come out, you expecting them to with the with the with the beef that they got with the Warriors and just the energy and the talking and all the sound bites has been going out. You would think that they would come out motivated more than anything, along with being your very first, you know, Christmas game, along with your franchise player debuting his first sneaker. Like, it was just a lot that you would think they would have showed more heart. And that's what it came down to. Like, yep. it didn't look like just – it didn't look like any heart was out there last night except for 12. Like, Jaron, I've been – I've been championing him since he came back because his whole attitude has – it changed, but in the last week, and again, it could be some personal going on outside of basketball. But the last three games has not been well. I take that back. The Suns game, it was him. He still was a little bit more emotional, but he played great. Um, I will say that. But just the mental aspect, that's what I'm going to hold hone in on with him. He ain't been the same player in the last couple games, and I think for him to solidify himself as an All Star this year, it's going to take him to keep that same mentality of being even killed no matter what's happening the emotional state that jaron used to be in get him in the foul trouble which we saw last night when he's mm-hmm. emotional he's gonna get in foul trouble because he's whatever trying to do out there so um talk about jaron you know for a second just in regards to because he you know once he got time you saw him kind of chill out a little bit late in the game, but just talk about like your viewpoint of Jaron uh, the last week. And then, I mean, like I said, most importantly, the game last night, um, what do you think he could have did better in to get, you know, a better floor of the game, obviously without fouling, you know, I know that, but what do you, what do you, what do you see? Yeah, man, it's, it's weird because it's in terms of his fouls. It's just, I've never seen someone like on a dime almost because mm-hmm. up until that this week, really, he has not been fouling. Like I think we've may, maybe talked about one game since he's been back where he's been in foul trouble, but right. out of nowhere, it seems like, I mean, he had five yesterday that the Suns game, he just had one. Mm-hmm. It's just, it seems out of nowhere this week. He, I don't, and it's like you said, I don't, He's still playing crazy good defense, you know. Like it's it's mm-hmm. it, that leads me to believe that maybe there's shit going on outside of basketball because he's still. I mean, last night he still had a steal and a block. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's like he or two blocks and a steal. Excuse me, like he's still a defensive force. 
And still, when he gets the ball, he's kind of – no one has an answer for him. Like, even in these games where right. he is fouling more, there's still no answer for him when he gets the ball. So, right. I don't really know. This week has been really, really weird in terms of, like, him still being one of the most dominant force on the court when he has the ball in his hands, but mm-hmm. also being a non-factor when he's in foul trouble. It's very, 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 very strange. Yeah. And and the, the the Friday the Friday night then Sunday day the Christmas day and Suns game is just such a night very day. much night <laughs> day man and it's 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 not it's it, it feels so weird because we we've gotten so used to this season not seeing it you know mm-hmm. like not seeing this sort of night and day can switch on a dime type of ball that he plays and it's just it it it's been very weird this week I I hope that it's. I hope that it's just the outlier. You know, I hope it's the outlier for the, you know, in, in two, three weeks, we might be talking about, oh, yeah, it's defensive player of the year's Jaren's to lose. I hope this isn't an outlier. I hope this is just an outlier of the week. Right. And, and I believe it will be um, because he's just been playing too good. You know, I, I didn't yeah. write off his, his good play as fluky because it's just been too consistent. consistent. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to write this one off because it was a bad game. I think for me it was just more so – this is the one, no matter what, even if the ball is not going in the hole for me, just the effort and, and, and the heart is what I was looking for. And I understand you gotta get you out, know, you gotta get out of bed on Christmas, and they they didn't. You got to, you got to. Uh oh, hey, sorry, I sorry. Uh breaking news, the Broncos just fired their head coach. I knew you would want to hear that. Bro, I am I don't know. You you was talking a second ago and I had to mute myself because I had to let out a a, a a scream real quick. Uh I know this is not a great I mean a Broncos podcast, but y'all, I'm telling you right now, that is the after Christmas Day gift that I needed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Get that dude the F out of here. I had to, I had to say it. I saw it and I was like, I you know, Merry Merry Christmas to Chris. Merry Merry Christmas for real. Man, I can't understand. Imagine paying. I'm gonna say Dylan Brooks. No, 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 that's not a good comparison. Imagine playing paying Desmond Bain a $250 million contract based off something he did last year before he dribbles a ball next season and he comes out and is terrible. And then you got a coach like I can't even give you a bad coach right now. I don't know. Um, I'll say face on that. But it, you know, your your, ex, your your expectations are to win a championship because you have all these pieces in place and all you need is this one player to come in. And next thing you know, the player doesn't – he doesn't show up. And then him and the coach don't have a great relationship. So the coach is calling terrible stuff. Like, yeah, it's been a absolute – excuse my French – shit show for the Denver Broncos this year. So, anyway. Um, anyway. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy about that. But, yeah, man, just going back to Jaren, it, it, as far as just the mentality last night – uh, he got a bunch of cookie jar fouls. There was a lot of fouls that were happening off the ball. Now, if you're at the rim and you're contesting shots and that's where you're getting the foul calls, it can go either way depending on what ref is out there. I understand that. But you're getting the dumb fouls. Yep. You, you're going back to the – I've always likened him when he's playing like that to just the, the goofy giraffe that just was born. Like, they don't know how to control their body. they just doing – frailing their body and arms, looking drunk. That's what he was doing last night. And it's like, again, it's just that's not the night to come out with that. Um, and I was really excited to see how he was going to, you know, respond after even just the uh, playoff series last year, because it got to a point where they were starting to kind of get him more involved. Um, yep. 
and we know that he has a size advantage on them. I mean, Draymond, whatever, he can get in some people's head. I understand that. But, like, just the advantage that Jaron has on that team and the way he's been playing, Jordan Poole can go out there and shoot all he want. But if we can go down on the other end and get Jaron involved down low every single play until they until we make them stop, like, just – Common sense is all I can say. You know, Josh's gonna get what he's gonna get. I understand that, but damn man, they just I wanted to see more. And then you have Bane. Um, he couldn't hit the side of the goal to save his life last night, and it is what it is. I'm chalking it up. He just got back. It's gonna take him a second. So uh it took him a second to start um a little bit uh during preseason and stuff like that. So there's no I don't have anything to say um about Bane. He just had an off game. Got a foot injury. We know he's battled back issues before. He's got to get his win up under him. He'll be fine. Um, shout out to Dylan. Dylan played a decent game last night as it, well. The bench did not show up, and that that was upsetting. Nope. Uh, like nope. they did not. It's almost like they didn't even make the trip, uh, which is surprising after how they played on Friday. Like because mm-hmm. they played really damn good on Friday. You know, Santi BC played well, and I, I mean they were a non-factor last night <laughs> yep and it's just <laughs> i just I, when, when you were getting torched by moses moody and ty, which ty jerome what's his first name i don't even know ty jerome what, that's your, his name ty jerome when you when you yeah. get torched by them like what are we doing <laughs> a two-way player imagine uh, let's put this in perspective right same two same two teams we put Kenneth Lofton out there against the defending champions and he goes off on them and is one of the biggest factors in us beating them. How would that look on their end? Like, Dad. that look crazy <laughs> as hell. That look crazy as hell. Like, bro, what are y'all doing? Letting Ty Jerome? I know that he is not in the game plan. I know you probably didn't even know he was on the team. But come on, dog. Like, and then what was the other dude that had to throw? I don't even know his name. Lamb or something like that. Some kind of lamb uh, or animal. It was a lamb. It was a lamb, uh, Anthony Lamb. <laughs> Hell, like, what are y'all doing, bro? Like, I, ain't, I I didn't understand it. But to to piggyback on what you were saying, and that actually kind of leads us to our next topic in regards to the bench play. Um, over the off season, the summer, I was one of the people that was like, I feel like it was just maybe one or two moves that we still could have made. Now, granted. The way that we've been playing, tied for first in the West, it's if you still say that, people will still look at you crazy because it's like we're first in the West. Why are you complaining? Why are you having critiques? Well, let's be honest. We're in the West because some teams they don't have players that are out. Um, it's it's stuff that's going wrong or bad for other teams, and it's stuff that's going well for us. But at the end of the day, we were a very great uh, regular season team last year. The problem and our issues started to show in the postseason. So, you know, it's almost the same thing this year in regards to I don't want us as Grizzly fans to get just super duper caught up on how well we're playing in the, you know, the regular season because we know when the postseason comes, the ball is going to slow down. The game's going to slow down. I mean, um, players and mismatches are going to get exploited. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just a different brand of basketball. And so, when we get hyped up because a rookie David Roddy is showing flashes of whatever he's showing, which he's playing great right now. Uh, when we 
get hyped up because of what Zaire could become, but we haven't seen it quite yet. When we get hyped up because Tyus Jones is the best backup uh, point guard in the NBA uh, and that tandem between him and BC is a beauty to watch in the pick and roll. And Santi Aldama is the story of the year so far outside of Desmond Bain taking the lead. When we get caught up in that, we still have to realize that, bro, as this team is constructed right now, they have not played one playoff game together. It's constructed. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of hard to, I guess, have the foresight that we have everything that we need and taking the emotion out of it. And so let's look at that last night, man. And I got like a little list here in regards to, and I'm going to tell y'all what, why I, I had this list in a second. But me personally, all that showed me last night is that we still have a glaring hole on our team, which is we need a bench score. And we need a bench score that does not have a conscience. I'm not saying that Dylan Brooks just um, – irrational confidence guy and we can have that that's fine you know if, if, if we have that type of player come in if all i want him to do is to come in and score i think we get too caught up sometimes because of the type of players that we have that they all can do a little bit of everything that we feel like we got to go out and get another player that can do a little bit of everything but at a higher level no go get people that are specific to their role go get yeah. a shooter go get a player that can go create a bucket no matter what in his sleep and so i'm gonna throw some names out there right yeah, and I'm gonna tell you what they have all in common. Shake Milton, mm-hmm. Bobby Portis, Kevin Love, Malcolm Brogdon, Grant Williams, Bojan Bogdanovic, Tyler Hero, Victor Oladipo, Kelly Oubre, Colin Sexton, Jordan Clarkson, Malik Beasley, Beasley, Malik Monk, Emmanuel Quickly, Russell Westbrook, Terrence Ross. R.J. Hampton, Bones Highland, Eric Gordon, Cam Payne, Brent Forbes, Jordan Poole. What do all those guys have in common? They off the bench guys that can score, and their whole job pretty much at the end of the day is go put the ball in the hoop. Yep. I only skipped probably when I was looking through this list of NBA teams, I may have skipped four or five teams. And the only reason I skipped them, one was the Grizzlies, and then the other maybe four or five I skipped. Well, they, they were just straight up bottom feeder teams. It, it don't yeah, matter they, who they got. They suck. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, yep. <laughs> and some of those teams that I named have one or two guys. I actually skipped the Bulls because they so top heavy and they have a, they kind of like us in a sense, like they top heavy in their bench. They play well off energy, but they don't really just have a go to guy. I think Alice Caruso is about the best bench guy they have that can, yeah, quote unquote, score. But the Grizzlies don't have a player like that. We have, tires that he can create for others but he's not gonna go out there and create for himself the threes that he gets and the floaters he gets for himself are in the offense um john contra i love the guy we love gd this is a gd fan podcast yes but gd is not a creator he knows his role he plays his role well that's it but he's not a creator zaire williams we forecast that he can be the next 610 wing that can create but again at this point right now zaire is not shown it zaire shown that he is he can knock down threes in the corner he can run the break and he can play pretty good defense on the other team's best player which again we have a role for that and then you got brandon brandon clark he's not a creator but he got that spin move and he got energy and then santi he's a mix of just everything he can do a little bit of everything but we don't have a player that we can roll out there and say here's the basketball go get a basket and no matter what if the whole team is off that night, we know for sure this guy going to get buckets and he's going to be the one that's going to ignite everybody else. So with that being said, like 
what's your what's your viewpoint because i don't want to you know i don't want to sway what how you look at it but we're just looking at it from last night but and the reason i bring this up y'all i'm not overreacting but because of one game in a sense the only reason i bring this up is because that was a playoff atmosphere last night that yep. felt like a playoff game that i felt like i was watching i can't remember what month it was was it may or june we was watching that series that's what it felt like so yep I know this is what it's going to come back up again. And it, when those lights get bright, some role players are not going to show up. And I know we had a lot of people in the spaces last night talking about it's not role players. It's 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 the the, 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 the starting through our big three. It was on them last night. No role players win championships. Yep. Period. So yep. What, what, what's your thoughts right now, Luke? Uh, as we construct it right now, and I know we talked about this on another podcast, but what are your thoughts looking at it from that perspective? um on the team going forward well so so last night last night's a perfect example so when you have jitty and z combine and go one of seven from three Mm. that's you you're not gonna win and and that's those are both guys that can do a lot of everything but it's like you said last night showed that we need someone like a jordan pool like a Clarkson, someone that can come off the bench and is good for 30. And that's all that he does. That's all that he mm-hmm. does. You don't need him to get rebounds. You don't need him to pass the ball to anybody. You just need him to get a bucket. Yep. And when 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 we're in a playoff type atmosphere last night, you know, like when we're, we're taunting each other, when Jordan Poole gets ejected, we're, we didn't even talk about the fact that he got ejected last night. Like when mm-hmm. it when, – when you're playing with that sort of passion, it, it's going to come down to the role players that win these games. Exactly. You know, and, and when we're, when it's between right now, we're looking at Z Jitty and let's say David Roddy. Like those are the three guys that we're kind of banking on coming in and getting a bucket. And the two we played last night were one of seven from three. Like you just, yeah. we, and that's, that's not that from them isn't out of the ordinary, you know, like we've had, exactly. it, it, you know, like it's, it's <laughs> commonplace now for, for the two or three of them, you know, Roddy's been shooting the three ball the best out of all three of those guys, yeah. you know, it, lately. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and after last night I got on my phone, I try to stay away from the trade machine just cause I, I can get a little, <laughs> I can get a little crazy on there. I'm like, no, it'll work. Get another team involved. <laughs> but, but last night I just start, I got on my phone and I started, I was like, Last night made me feel like we 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 can win the championship, but I think you're right. I think we're one guy, maybe one piece away. I, and and you just listed off a long list of guys, and some of those guys are available. You know, like yeah, I, don't know. I think we're we do have it in us to win a championship. I just think that there might be one thing missing, one little one little little thing. Yeah, I think we and again, this is trying to be unbiased because I know it's Grizzly yes. fans who want to say, yeah, we can go up and we can beat the best team in the world. You could bring the monsters from Mars and we'll beat their ass. Like I bring understand, them. bring them. But let's keep it real. Let's keep it a hundred. Like if our top three players are not going off, and I even say top four because they almost can be interchangeable. If you got Ja and another two out of Bain, Dylan, and Jaron going, you're probably going to win that ball game. It, mm-hmm. it, it don't matter the mix. As long as it's two out of those other three going well, we, we should be fine. The problem yep. is that that's not always going to be the case. 
um, you're gonna have, and you don't have those nights where everybody's off. You're gonna have a night where maybe you know a couple people are off, but you need role players to close these games out. It's too many times when we're watching playoff series, and it's the guy that maybe didn't get a lot of run throughout the year is the reason why that team won the championship or won that series. And we, like you said, it's just it's commonplace for the three backup wings that we have to not show up. Nothing against mm-hmm. them personally, but when it comes to just having that dog in them, we all know. John Carter don't got the dog. He's a hustle. He's a, he, yep. he's a hustle guy, but he don't got that dog in him. Zaire, love him. Athletic, has potential out this route, but he don't got that dog in him. David Roddy, he got a crazy body. Pause, but <laughs> he ain't got that dog in him. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. 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 I, yes. I think out of all the three, he got the potential to, 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 to show that more, especially as he get you know further in his career, but he don't have that yet. And if we talk not, not right now. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. He finding his role. I think the only person I can say that that's on the bench that has that dog in him is the one that pretty much don't suit up every night. And that's Kendall Lawson Jr. And a lot of people don't want to talk about it. But if you unleash that guy to just go score, we again, going back to my previous point, let's forget about all other stuff. Okay, if he can't defend, great. We all couldn't defend last night. So what are we talking about? <laughs> that's What's true. the excuse? What's the excuse when the whole team is not playing defense and then you, your only reason for not playing Kenneth Lofton or at least giving him a shot is that, oh, well, he can't play defense. Yeah, but that guy wants to put the ball in the hoop. Let me go at least see what he can do in a game. You know, so, again, I don't even want to go on that because I know people going to feel how they're going to feel. Keep your feelings to yourself. But, yeah, man, it, I just it, – it's a known fact that we need a guy that's just going to come in here and flat out want to put the ball in the hoop. If we can deal with Dylan Brooks for the last four, five, six years, I'm pretty sure we can deal with another guy that can come in, and, and that's his sole job is we brought you here in Memphis to score. That's it. I don't think we need anything else. I'll be honest. I don't think we need nothing else except for that. Everything else will fall. People will say Tyus Jones. Tyus, yeah, he's hit 26 and 28 points in a game, but probably 100%, if not 100%, 99% of those games is because John Morant was out, and we needed him to – fulfill that role he ain't coming in hitting 30 when Josh's playing it just don't it don't happen so yeah um i guess i guess <laughs> listening back to that y'all y'all probably feel where we coming from and i'm sticking my flag in the ground on that i'm not wavering i'm not getting happy when we go on a 10 game win streak i'm not getting happy when we go on a 15 20 game win streak because last night show that stuff don't matter it just really don't at the end of the day it matters when we get in the playoffs and if the Warriors, if we're the one seed and the Warriors are eighth seed and we see them first round, I promise you they're going to keep bringing that same energy they brought last night and last year in the playoffs. So what yep. are we going to do? Like if, we're, if we're going out there, you bet your ass they're going to play that hard every game. Every game mm-hmm. in that arena, they're going to play their asses off. Yep. Yep. They made that point known. Seeds do not matter. We waiting for the postseason. Yep. So. Yeah, man. Uh, again, I'm, I'm not saying that is. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm not jumping off the ship. I still take the Grizzlies against anybody. It's Same. just we got to be honest and say, look, it's some. It's one glaring hole that we need to fill, and I think that's going to take us to the next step. And December fifteenth, that was a big date. I mean, that's when the um, a lot of these contracts that were signed they are available for trade. Eighty five percent of the league, mm-hmm. I believe, they said so. Um, trade deadline is coming up really, really, really soon, sooner than we know. Let me touch on yeah. this and we'll get done. I'm sorry. I, I I thought I wanted to talk about this with you really, really quick because it was a thought yeah. that came in my head. And people argue about it all the time, but I, after last night, feel a certain way about this. Danny Green. 
Mm-hmm. He posted on his Instagram that he'll be back really, really soon. He posted that. Nobody told him to. He the OG on the team. He probably don't even know how to work his Instagram. He's so old. But he posted <laughs> he, he posted his pre-training uh, camp picture uh, last week talking about soon. He ready to go. Year 14, I think, is what he said. And I know people are going to say he's 35 years old. He just came off a, a, a significant knee injury and stuff like that. But last night, we needed a guy to make shots, and we needed a guy to calm the team down. If they don't make a move, I think he was the guy that they brought in to do that. And that's all I need him to do is to stand in that corner and hit shots like he's done on three championship teams. What's your thoughts on Danny Green coming in and being able to actually contribute? Oh, I mean, man, if, 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 if we keep him, you know, Danny Green would have fit perfectly on that list that you just listed off. You know, Danny Green is known and, and he's got the championship caliber to prove it. You know, like that's what he's known mm-hmm. for. And I like Danny Green. I've, I've, I've always liked Danny Green. I mm-hmm. just think that his contract is too easy to trade right now. 100%. Uh, it, I agree. That's 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 my feeling. I just think it's almost on the roster to be traded. If yeah. we keep him, I think that he could. I mean, every time I see, I hear him talk when they like put him in the booth with Pete and Brevin, or when they when he's on ESPN, the dude knows his shit. Like he's a smart. Yeah. He's a smart player. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I just don't know if that's what he's destined to be on this team. Right. Granted. If he comes back sooner, I mean, like you said, it does seem like he wants to play with these guys. He does. Now, even you see him on the bench, like he's he's got the energy and he's matching these these dudes. Like it's gonna it's gonna be kind of crappy just to, if we trade him, just to be like, oh well, he was feeling it, but now he's out. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, you, you know, we you. All, all these guys we traded for and they didn't want to be here. One guy wants to be here. And we're like, nah, bro, we're good. We're good. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna get yeah. somebody else. <laughs> get somebody else. To do I, it. Yeah, I, I hope that's dirty, but I don't. You know, it's a business. It's a business. Yeah, and I understand but, that. My, I, I just think, man, even last night, right? Uh, we got it down at some point to three points. Like it wasn't. It wasn't as outrageous as it may have felt like. Uh, I was even looking back at the box box score. Like the only real quarter that we got, like just beat by was the third quarter we we, we lost the third quarter by 10 points every other yeah. quarter was like a three-point game so yep. i'm just looking at the standpoint of a guy that can come in and hit timely shots that's it he he he, he i mean he got an even kill attitude he don't get excited at all look like ever in his life he always got a monotone <laughs> like even his podcast i'm like damn this dude he just so he just so dry and low but that can come in handy when it comes to just, you know, playing a game of basketball. So having that presence on the floor, even if it's 15, 20 minutes a game, hitting timely shots, uh, providing just that veteran advice on the floor in, in in-game situations, I think can actually help us a lot more mm-hmm. from the bench. Um, I mean, more from actually being on the court than being on the bench like he is. Um, but again, that's just a big if. I mean, like you said, they may move them. Uh, but it would probably only be if we can get somebody of substance. If we can't get nobody to come in here and fill the hole that we're talking about, I mean, you, I, I say you roll with them. Honestly, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, if you can't, if you're not going to get back somebody that's going to come in and immediately make an impact, like keep him, roll the dice and keep him. You know, like, yep, yep. He's at least had half a season to jail with these boys. Like, keep him. Yep. Before we get off of this, I'm gonna ask you a question. Mm-hmm. In that series against the Spurs, the championship series where Miami Heat won that championship with Chris Bosh, LeBron James, and Dwayne Wade, who saved that series? 
with Mike Miller. <laughs> he was one of them, but who was the one that hit the shot shot? The one that oh, Chris Bosch had to Ray kick Allen. out. Oh, watched as Ray, Ray Allen. Ray Allen, man. So I'm just going to say it, man. Like, you have those guys that have been battle-tested on your team for a reason. And I trust a Danny Green in the corner with three seconds to go to hit that shot just a little bit more than I trust John Conchar and Zaire Williams. And, again, we love both of them guys. But if we're keeping it G and we're keeping it 100, Danny Green is is, is more poised to be in to those moments and those guys. Yes, yes, 100%. So that's it, man. I just want to get your thoughts on it because it was just on me last night. When we was in that playoff atmosphere, I said, man, this is, this is showing what we need right here. It was a humbling experience, and I'm glad they got humbled. I'm gonna be honest; that's gonna make them stronger. And, and you're you're absolutely right. Like it would have been, it'd have been real easy to come in there after a 25 point victory over Phoenix, and you know, come in all cocky and just think that you can own them on their home turf. And they weren't about to roll over and let that happen. And nope. I, how we respond when we play tomorrow, we play Phoenix again tomorrow. Sucks for them mm-hmm. because I think we're gonna come out swinging. I think we're gonna come out angry, yeah. and I think we might just knock them on the ass right out the gate. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I just, I hope so. I hope so too. <laughs> I hope so. You got to redeem yourself after that one. That was rough. And like you yeah. said, it was a one in three week. A one in three week. Nah, it's not good. Nah. Bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, for real. Yeah, for real. I, I almost caught myself at sometimes, some points of the game last night, cutting it off because I just wasn't feeling how. Again, it was the effort thing. It wasn't we was getting just beat up, but it was the effort. Like, oh, it's ugly to watch. But um, yeah, man. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We wasn't even supposed to hop on here, and I said we was gonna do a, a short pod. It ended up coming to forty minutes. So I, I guess you can say it's short because we normally go about an hour, hour yeah. ten. <laughs> shorter, shorter, <laughs> shortish. <laughs> Oh man, but uh, yeah, we had to get these 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 thoughts off, man. So um, I feel better getting it out for sure. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna be driving like, man, if we just traded some like grumbling with my phone. Yeah, gonna be hitting the door. Gonna be hitting the door, hitting the steering wheel while you're driving. Yeah, that ain't good. (laughs) Get it out. (laughs) Yeah, man. So we'll see. See, we'll see. So predictions. Before we get out of here, y'all know we got to give y'all our predictions on next week. We were all wrong last week because none of us twenty three. We were all uh, wrong. Hell yeah. So, uh, like you said, we got the Suns tomorrow night. We have the Raptors later in the week at the Raptors, and then we come back home for two back to backs at home against the Pelicans and the Kings. Oh, I don't know what you got. Um. Oh Lord, let's say three and mm, three and one, three and one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lost? three and one. What's, who uh, lost you got? I think we lose to Sacramento. Mm. Okay. Second so night, you- second night on a back to back. Oh shit! Uh, no, yeah, <laughs> I'm stick with. It. I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna stick with it. <laughs> Three or one, lost to the Kings. Three, yeah, lost to the Kings. So what Luke is saying, y'all, is after a one and three week, we're gonna come back and go three and zero, oh, and then we're gonna lose to the Kings on the back to back. That would actually be a fair analysis and a fair. I would be happy with that. I'll say that I would be happy. With I would that. be happy. I would be happy. <laughs> I think I think we're gonna split it. I think we're gonna go two and two. Um, I think, like you said, I do think we'll come out and beat the Suns. Um, 
I'm actually a little worried with the Raptors just because of the way that they play, the size they have. They they size up pretty well with us. Uh, yeah. So I'm a little worried with that one, and it's on the road. I do think we come out and get the Pelicans what they want. Uh, Najee Marshall and Ja Morant, the little scuffle they had a couple of weeks ago around Thanksgiving time, I think that's going to motivate Ja a little bit at home to do yep. a little bit more uh, again against them. But I'm like you. I think the Kings – well, you know what? Damn, I might have to take that back because they don't have Sabonis. Oh, is Sabonis out? Mm-hmm. He hurt his hand. Oh. Hurt his hand. He's indefinite right now. All right, you know, I'm a, I'm a three and one, three and one. I'm, I'm gonna go three and one. I take that back. I'm you, gonna go three and one. You. <laughs> three and one. Me and Luke go three and one. He say the Kings. I say I say Raptors. I say we lose to the Raptors. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see. We shall see. Um. But we're gonna get out of here, man. Like I said, we want to hop on here quick. It end up being a little longer than we expected. Luke, you got anything else you wanna wanna share with the with the peoples out there? No, I'm good, man. Hope all y'all had a good Christmas. You know, stay safe, stay warm. I know it's colder and I'll get out some places. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Well, you be safe on that road, brother. Uh, appreciate you hopping on. Uh, We're going to get out of here until next week. We appreciate y'all listening. Y'all have a great week. Like Luke said, be safe out there. And uh, we'll do this again soon. Go Grizz. Go Grizz.